What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fierce, Favorite, and Spiritually Grounded. I'm your life coach and host, Tanya Williams. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody. It's Christmas Eve, and this is the time of year where it's the holidays, and we're having to socialize with family and friends, and for a lot of people, this is not a happy time. Um, By that, I mean, you know, we have dysfunctional families and things that go on at our family events and things like that. So today, I'm going to give you seven tips to survive the holidays with your family. You know, I have been blessed to where I love my in-laws and my family and things like that, so I don't mind being around them, but hearing from my coworkers and other friends and things like that, that's really not the case. So I thought this would be a great topic to have in an episode around this time of the year. So number one, don't expect to heal old wounds. Don't use holiday as a time or a place to repair old childhood wounds or anything that somebody lashed out last year at Thanksgiving and said and called, um, you know, Aunt Becky fat or aired out all her dirty laundry or all that, just keep the conversation simple. You know, don't start a debate or get drawn into their drama. If you can't answer without, you know, wanting to lash out to somebody, then just excuse yourself from the conversation and don't come back. Now, you don't have to apologize, defend yourself, or make excuses. Just don't hang around the people that you don't like. It's simple as that. And most of all, don't forget to breathe. Number two, Don't expect people to change. This is the biggest misconception and you're setting yourself up for failure before you even go into the dinner or the party or whatever function it is. You know, um, don't expect people to be different from who they were um, last year at the dinner. Um, You know, relatives who tend to drink too much or the couple who, you know, exudes tension or, you know, just the family drama, whatever it is that irritated you last year will probably do the same thing this year. So just be prepared for it, you know. Just um, go into your holiday hoping people will be different this year. Just set you up for a disappointment. So I I would suggest that you don't do that. People don't change that fast. And, you know, we all know that with change, it has to be intentional and something that you want to work on. And, you know, people look at the holidays as, oh, it's just a couple of hours. I have to be around them. So it really doesn't matter anyway. So a lot of times they don't put forth a lot of effort through it. So, number three, put the fun in dysfunctional. You know, um, if there's a lot of unstructured time, that's when old dysfunction can arise. Um, You know, so watching favorite family movies or playing games, um, even, you know, cooking together or making snacks and things like that. Just any kind of fun activity that you can encourage, can share um, a little bit of... It can create a buffer for those quiet moments because, like, when people start to sip on the eggnog or whatever it is that they're sipping on during the holidays. We all know we have those few family members that when they come, we already know that, you know, they're going to drink too much. They're going to say too much and things are going to get out of hand. And, you know, um, little Timmy's going to get, you know, um, a smart mouth and say too much. And then, you know, Aunt Tammy or Uncle Junebug or whoever is going to go off because you say something the wrong way about, you know, how they need to discipline him or something like that. So, you know, try to not have as much downtime because that does create um, room for drama and dysfunction. Number four, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. You know, if someone tries to put you off balance, remind yourself not to personalize it. You know, how people act and behave is a reflection of who they really are and there's really 
nothing you can do about it. So even though it can be tough, just try not to, um, you know, pay attention to their hurtful comments. So just um, try to set those boundaries. If you know that there's somebody that's going to be there that says, um, you know, smart remarks or they've always got something fly to say, just keep your distance from them and and just um, don't plan to be around them. Feed them like the old folks say with a long handle spoon. Number five, plan ahead. So this one kind of goes hand in hand with the boundaries. So you don't want to lose your mind when your father-in-law says, you know, Tony, do you really need those chips? You know, try to set limits ahead of time about the things that might go on or what might be said at the family function to keep you from, um, you know, how you will respond. Sometimes it's just better, like I said, just to walk away. And if you already know that this is the type of person or people that's going to be there, just plan ahead of how you're going to respond of what they might say. Laugh it off or, you know, just exit out of the room or whatever you can do to control the kind of situation and keep you from going that way. You know, if you... Um, have flown there and you're out of town rent a car so it gives you the freedom to come and go so you're not stuck in the house if so you know take a walk or call a friend we have a good cop out today everybody's glued to their cell phones so we have an excuse to step away and take a call or you know whatever to kind of ease the tension and to step away from that situation um one thing that i like to do or you know what i one thing I don't like to have family functions at my house is because you can't really tell them when you're ready for them to leave. So I always suggest that somebody has the get together at their house. So that way when I'm done and ready to go, I can go. You know, I don't have to try to think of a way to make an excuse to get everybody to clear out the room and leave. So number six, control what you can control. You know, whether your family has um, profoundly hurt you or regularly offends you on a regular basis, you know, use holiday time to become an even stronger person. Nobody can really touch your thoughts, so think what you want, laugh to yourself, and give yourself tremendous amounts of compassion as you navigate through the complicated land, uh, family landscape. When you meet dysfunctional with incredibly healthily functioning part of your life, you know, you don't hand over your emotions to anyone else. And that's the really important thing for the holidays is not to lead by your emotions. And number seven, the last one, look for joyful moments. You know, give yourself a healthy reminder that this is life. It's not a sparkly Christmas movie that's on Hallmark. You know, toss out all your notions of achieving, achieving perfection because it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be a little bit of dysfunction. We all come with dysfunction. We know that. So maybe if that's just sitting in front of the fire uh, with your... Christmas socks on, sipping your eggnog, or you know, what everyone else is doing. Just enjoy the simplicity of your family members' presence without expecting a lot. You know, like I said, feed the ones that you don't really care for with a long handle spoon and move on, but really try to enjoy the ones that are there because you know, every day is not promised. Next year, it's not promised that those people will be there with you again next year. So just really try to pick out and be intentional about finding the parts about it that you can really enjoy. So this concludes this episode of seven tips to survive the family holidays with your family. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you are not already following me, check me out on Facebook at Tanya Williams Life Coach. Until next time.